0: let's do this hello everyone welcome to the pilot beta test what do you want to call this anyway of the podcast project um we have avnish chandra dak sharma and padmana pandit and my name is adhinath this is a beta test i'm trying to test if i said test too much too many times don't i time. okay so the topic for discussion is that i retweeted a tweet which said that if you're not denouncing white supremacists right now you are basically a white supremacist to which Avnish said that it's as good as saying that um, if you're not denouncing terrorists and you're a Muslim person, then you are a terrorist too. Which I found to be contradictory to what I meant and things like that. So we discussed this for the next 20-30 minutes. Um, Obviously, this is just a test. A lot of the audio is short. The recordings were out of sync. But we'll see what can come up with this. Alright, let's go.
1: No, see, the inherent problem with that statement is that being a Muslim is a religious choice. Right, it's a religion. You're, You're born a Muslim, you're taught certain values. But a white supremacist is a white supremacist because of the environment around him. Right, so a white supremacist in its the most intrinsic form, the most basic form, a white supremacist is racist. But a Muslim is not a terrorist. A Muslim who believes that, you know, my religion is the best, maybe that person needs to denounce that. But not all Muslims, because not all, all white people do this. Only the white supremacists do this, right?
2: Um, I do think there's a there's something to be said for people who are indifferent. I don't think that's, that... Uh, I think Atheonard sent me this line by JFK about moral ambiguity moral ambiguity in a time of crisis. And uh, it's definitely a whole other discussion. But I think what I was talking to Atheonard about uh, when it came to this was the problem arises when you expect a certain group of people to have to denounce something. When you expect uh, Muslims to actively have to denounce terrorism or white people to actively have to denounce white supremacy you're assuming that the silence is equal to being complicit which is not true and racist in so its the own thing right.
3: is uh, i don't think if you if you're a, if you're a white person and you you don't denounce you know whatever has been happening the neo nazism and everything you automatically become a supremacist i think the whole idea of a supremacy kind of uh, ideology is based on the fact that you do not value other races as much as yours uh, you could technically not agree with what's happening or you could be indifferent to it but i think you lose the whole concept of supremacy if you're not putting a race down you I, a white person could just be saying well i mean this is happening it's fucked up that's all he needs to say he doesn't need to like condemn or oh, neo-nazism is bad or this there's, there's not like a template which you have to say. Okay, now you're like, uh, you know, you, you're clean through. You you you've given you've been given the clean shit. Okay, you're out of the danger zone. There shouldn't be a fixed template saying that. Okay, if you say these things, you're a good human being. Uh, if you don't explicitly say these things, well, you're on the wrong side of things. I think uh, reducing everything to a template of uh, sentences or phrases kind of defeats the purpose of conversation.
1: Which makes sense in the Indian context as well. If, say, Daksh as a Hindu does not denounce the Saffron terrorism, or say somebody like uh, Anam does not denounce Muslim extremism, that does not make Daksh or Anam bad people. It just makes them, probably as Daksh said, indifferent. But it doesn't make them inherently bad.
2: The quote itself is... uh... The hottest places in hell are reserved for those who in great times of moral crisis maintain their neutrality.
1: Hey, wait, just, wait, wait, just a sec. Was it JFK or was it like something older, the whole moral ambiguity statement? Isn't it like older? Isn't it?
0: Yeah, no, no, the quote is uh, not from Dante's Inferno. It's actually by JFK. People confuse it with Dante's Inferno because something along the same lines was said there. Anyway. Uh, all that aside, what I meant was that it's not passive support because you didn't say anything. It's it's active uh, support if you're not actively denouncing it. That's what I meant. I'm not asking every, per- every white person to come out and say, yo, this is bad. I'm saying anyone who's aware of the incident to come out and say, yes, this is bad. People who are aware of the incident and are not saying it are not denouncing it in any way. I'm not asking them to go on Twitter and shout it. But, like, if you do not say it out loud to somebody that this is bad, then you're as good as saying it is good. What's the.
2: No, it, you're not. Because. Yeah, I'm saying people why, who don't. Why should you have to say yeah. anything?
1: Yeah, so, Athir, you're basically dividing people into a Y or N. Right? It's black or white. It's black or white. But people are grey. You can't
2: force people to pick a side. I mean, if you say, say there's a person who knows that this happened. And when you ask them their opinion about it, and they tell you that, yeah, this, this is morally reprehensible. But unless asked, they just keep their mouth shut. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: And more than that, I think one of the biggest problems that we face uh, One of the biggest problems that we face while talking about this is That extremism is a problem, yes But the people who will silently agree with it or silently support it Or will not actively denounce it are the people who believe that There is certain element in this whole protest or in this whole You know, activism that might be true or that might be valid for them So for a white person Although he may be inherently not a racist bastard, but maybe somewhere, you know, he feels that, okay, we are, we are better at this. You know how those people who justify misogyny, it's some, somewhat like that. They may not agree with the extremism, but they agree with the base of it. And that, however long it may be, ensures that they don't pick one side. They don't pick the extremist side or they don't pick the, uh, the good side. As we put it. So they are somewhere in between. As I said, humans are gay.
2: But but when it comes to that... I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: Um,
2: I was saying that a few weeks after the Trump election, I think there was uh, one of these CNN hosts, I think Van Jones was on Trevor Noah's show. And he was being asked why he doesn't automatically dismiss... Uh, people who voted for Trump as being, you know, absolute, uh, irredeemable racists or bigots. And his uh, whole reasoning for that was that he believes that these people might have made a bad decision or might've been driven into making a bad call by, you know, through false information or bad judgment. And he doesn't want to give Trump a, a base or uh, On which to stand. He doesn't want to make Trump's coalition for Trump by saying that, yes, these are your people. He wants to keep the avenue open to bring those people back over to his side. And I think that's important because people are great. It's true. But the people who aren't sure where to land on either issue, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're of the opposite persuasion. They might just as easily be brought back over onto your side.
0: Yeah. and that was it um thank you so much if you're listening to this then obviously one of us has sent you the link and you really like us or you know you just want to mess around and have a lot of free time uh yeah that's it for now let's hope that this thing works out and we get an episode out in a week or two all right Bye bye now